has always been totally American. As American as apple pie. As American as the blues. As American as apple pie. The question is why? Why should the blues be so at home here? This here's Random Talk well, Podcast America Radio. Hope you guys like the, the show. 2021, let's go. And we're live here uh, with DJ St- Paul Stanford. What's up, man? Hey, What's okay. going on? Talk no, to I just, I just got in. Just uh, woke up. Um, still in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Get your ass up, man. Good morning, sir. I'm Come just, on now. It's a rainy day, you know. I'm just kicking back. Uh, you know, I happen to be in the right place for you to uh, give me a call. I'll, well, I'll entertain. Uh, thank you so much yeah. for joining us and uh, being a special guest on our show. Sure does. Uh, let all the listeners know that what you do, what you're all about, and what your goals of, of achieving 2021. Oh, right now I'm unemployed. If anything, you know, coronavirus is to blame for all of it. Uh, not to mention uh, President Trump. He has to give him a big thanks to, uh, you know, making the situation even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Uh, yeah, what a parade he was, huh? Oh man, my God, it was a joker. Animal, man. <laughs> you know, other than that, I, um, you know, I spend a lot of time right now just coasting and uh, cooking, cleaning, being domestic. See those picks, man. Yeah. Those, those cooking picks makes me hungry over the phone watching those things. Yeah, I'm looking to be a housewife one of these days. I'm not sure to who, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I'll take the next mixes uh, ex. Mr. Stafford. Right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the DJ, man. Are you mixing? Uh, well, I play, music. I play music on the side. I, I just recently got into music within the last year. So I'm being upgraded, so to speak, or updated. Uh, I've been kind of dated with the fact that I used to play wax or mm-hmm. on turntables and mm-hmm. things like that. So the technical age is here. So I figured, well, why not, you know? Yeah. Right, so right. I'm already a few grand into it already. And it's like, okay, well, then, you know, the hard part's done. Right, now right, it gets a little right. harder because now I got to start collecting tracks. Right. So I put things in context right. with the mixes and. Uh, you it, you got a good setup, man. I see your oh, yeah. little setup on on Instagram and oh, everything and Facebook. You got oh. a nice little setup you got going over there. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a small space, but hey, you know it's uh, it's where I live, you know. Hey, you got to start somewhere, man. You yeah. Well, before you walk, that's what they say, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. I you know I've always enjoyed uh, just playing music to a level where. You know, not just house music. You know, house music is my favorite. That's mm-hmm. probably all most people hear me play. Uh, but that's not my only dynamic, you know. Right, you right. have to be versatile with all music in order to appreciate what you go to and then what you give yourself a variety for. So if you don't listen to, like, country, you can't appreciate jazz. Exactly. If you, don't listen, right. if you listen to jazz, right. you can't appreciate country. Right, right. And it's a trade-off for everything. It's, an, it's a palate thing. You get a taste for it. And, you know, it's an acquired taste for, for a, a lot of uh, genres that... That are out there, but you try to absorb it because that's what that's what a DJ has to do. You know, yeah, he'll be get open minded. Yeah, yeah, he gets all, all the test pressings, all right. the promos. Right. So he has to have a rounded ear, not just for himself, but for the public or for what the interest of exactly. maybe any fan may have. For what the people certain. like as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. So yeah. that's the benefit to me personally because then I have a wider palette than a lot of people. I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. not only for that, but for uh, a certain taste in. Uh, uh, in life, as far as current events go, or right, right. you know, say fashion, or say etiquette, uh, you know, the broad ranges of walks of life that come and go. Uh, right, you have to be flexible, and uh, it doesn't mean you have to like it or love it, but at least you can observe and, and include yourself for a moment, mm-hmm. and then tolerate it, and then actually you know, say, okay, that's enough. <laughs> right, and have a passion for it because I know yeah. you have a passion and, for music. And you, and you yeah, and you acquire a taste for music. yeah right. for music, and I've learned right. to acquire an uh, uh, ear for. Uh, for sound or for, I don't know, for me. If yeah. someone particularly enjoys my taste, mm-hmm. if they go around the world with me and music, then 
and say, hey, I like the kind of taste you have in picking certain tracks. It's not just the house music, of course, but it's, you know, I like the abstract, you know, music as well. Uh, it could be acid jazz, or it mm -hmm. could be, mm -hmm. you know, like the new artists that are coming out for R&B. There's uh, a lot of other channels that, you know, promote people like that so they can, you know, promote uh, a progressive uh, change. Right. Where, right. It, you know, the thing is I can compare it to is like you go to New York. Mm -hmm. New York's very progressive. They right. put They put a lot of music out on stations that, you don't normally hear out here. Right. And the way their program right. is totally different as well. They'll play based on the mood or, I don't know what they really actually base it on, but I would base it on the mood or attitude because in the morning you can hear anything from like jazz at one moment and mm -hmm. then you go to a straight rap the next moment and then you go back to this contemporary oh, man, it's jazz. All over the place. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, wow. And then they'll put like a mix on for like 15 yeah, yeah. minutes. It's called, yeah. They call it the traffic jam. Yeah. And yeah. Then at nighttime, they have tape hour. What? And that's what is that? What is tape hour? Tape hour is uh, oh, where they no. do. Uh, Two or three different genres of music. Okay, okay. And they'll, they'll get two hours to each one. It's like from 12 to 5, they'll do the tape hour. You know, you have the rap attack. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you have the yeah. house, you know, house trap, as they say. Or uh, they'll have uh, underground grooves. Or, and then I have a particular, uh, uh, maybe a unique uh, uh, talent that comes in and plays something a little abstract mm -hmm, or a little mm -hmm. different. So. In a way, it's cool, but in a way, it's not. Maybe because people like to listen to a certain type of music, yeah. and then it, right away, it switches to something else. Well, it's, it's, no, it's, uh, it's, it's part of culture, I guess. Okay, okay. Uh, it's just progressive. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you don't like that, then you play your own music. Right, exactly. <laughs> or you choose another station. Exactly, right. I think right, it was 89.9 right. Kiss FM out there. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, but I've always... Uh, you know, with the house music, that's what got got me into mm -hmm. that. That, uh, that. And you were scratching, you were scratching vinyls, like if you, you yeah. actually had vinyls, right? Yeah, I had okay. vinyls. And you still do have vinyls. No. Oh, you got rid of them. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, okay. I'm one of those. I'm one of those passing spirits that you know. Okay. I, I've been disconnected with everything. You yeah. Know? Now I've gotten it all back a little okay. bit. Yeah. Not all back, but you know, I'm back in it. Right. But I'm just in it to win it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I have to win it. Oh. And that's, it's a hustle now. These days, you can't make any money, you know? I didn't make the money, you know? That's, yeah. You know, you can't make any money streaming, but right. I figure I still want to make a relationship in streaming so I can make a, a connection with uh, anyone who's interested in hearing what I play. Right. And, you know, and try to stroke a relationship where, you know, I have a following to a point where, okay, if we get back to normal from COVID-19, then yeah. uh, hopefully I can establish something. Uh, it maybe have to be different. Right. I may mean, right, have to establish right. it maybe through a podcast mm -hmm. or a restaurant or like a cafe. Right. And I can have my own streaming services and yada yada. And uh work. and that would be that a side thing for me. But that it's gotta work. be it's gotta be on the priority of the of the restaurant. Right. If the restaurant right. takes the life of its own and if it has happens to have the stance for being uh inviting for an extra side thing to mm -hmm. go on, like mm -hmm. karaoke or whatever. Mm -hmm. Which is not necessarily I wanna what I wanna get into, but if the the atmosphere provides or, or demands it, then that's what I have to get. If it's there, right? Yeah. Exactly. It depends on on the people to come in. Who, now, who hangs how are out. Gonna, all the listeners going to follow you? Where 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 everybody's going to look you up at? Where do you have an well, Instagram? Well, I don't know. Yet. I'm starting. <laughs> where, where do we? Where, how do we get a hold of you? Oh, uh, well, getting a hold of me would be on Facebook, Instagram. Okay. Uh, or if I happen to leave my email or something, or if I set up an email that you can directly uh, contact me by then. That would be one thing. Okay. Uh, the other thing is just uh, stay tuned. Okay. You know? Okay. And I would be actually trying to uh, stream anywhere I can, where it's not too much hassle. Right. One exactly. and I have to worry about is copyright infringements, which it's not really an infringement. Mm -hmm. It's just that people make nitpick about you know you playing tracks of theirs. I said, well, well you know, you want exposure or not? Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. And back in the day when right. we did wax, I mean, I used to be in a record pool, and I would get all these different type of promos and. Uh, yeah. And I would play, and, and if you happen to be one of the DJs that made it to a radio station, 
which is probably the only place you would have the element of being broadcast in the public. Right. And once right. you did that, so it was always understood thing that, you know, hey, let the DJ play. Yeah, Because exactly. if he's playing his track, you know, and they like what you didn't know they're hearing, they're going to inquire, they're going to find out that's you. Right. Then next exposure. Exposure right there that's itself. A, yeah. That's, a, that's a, uh, it's an etiquette of, uh, of exception. You networking, know. man, right yeah. there in, it's, in it's, itself. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, we're the last end of the industry where you know we're actually putting it out there, and we're out there doing the legwork. I miss the old days of the vinyl, the vinyl, you know, the the backyard house parties and all mm -hmm. that stuff, and people break yeah. dancing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was awesome, man. Yeah, that's why. That's, <laughs> that's exactly why I like New York. New York was just a step beyond. And the more, more of a hip hop culture out there too, bro. They had well, they had a little more everything. You know what yeah. I mean, they just okay. got it. They just got it first. Okay. Like when I when I went out there when I was uh, in high school. I went to uh, New York, stayed in uh, Harlem, okay. Spanish Harlem. Okay, okay. And I got a personal tour from the person I was staying with out there, Corellos. Nice, and, uh, look at that. Great yeah. family, yeah. yeah. Right there on, uh, what's that, 187th and uh, Broadway. Man, yeah. you weren't carrying a boombox over your shoulder, were you? Nah, nah. nah. <laughs> they, were, like they were looking that. for Chiba everywhere. <laughs> they like to smoke Chiba out there. You know, anybody yeah. know what Chiba is, that's, you know, <laughs> herb. But I wasn't a smoker like that. <laughs> but yeah, I got to the Golden Gates. And move. now it's called what, Chronic? No, not even Chronic. It's called Kush. Yeah, Kush, boys. Right? They still call it Chiba out there, but, okay, okay. but it's a matter of who's old school or uh, not. You know, it's a, it's a term. Right, but yeah, right. he took me over to uh, the Bronx, and uh, we saw this uh, one Dominican guy, a friend of his. And you know we get, we got uh we had to get past to get in because you know there's there's standing guards there. Right, right, right. And they're not the we call it the the legal kind of guards. Right, right. The street hustler. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it was oh. like 100 degrees out there. He's wearing a trench coat. Oh man. And then he opens Ooh, his coat. Say, hey, what you guys it. need? <laughs> you know, it's like candy bars and you know keychains, watches. And watches. Yeah. Like, and then say, well, if you need some man. protection, I got this too. You got the double barrel shotgun. I'm like, oh, mobile, huh? I'm messing around. You know, like Terry Crews. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that kind of guy. That's hilarious. He said, well, you guys here, who you guys here to see? You know, because he knew we weren't just right, right. You know, coming in there. Right. And he says, oh, the guy up there on the 21st floor. He's just waving out the window. Oh, okay, you guys cool. Where you from, man? Like, L.A.? Yeah. So, you know, I'm from out of town. It's like, you know, I could just, you know, you just feel it. You stand out. You huh? ain't from around here. <laughs> you stand out. Well, you know, up, you look like one of us, but, you know. <laughs> no, he shook hands. He's cool, man. I said, you're cool, man. You're all right, you know. Protect yourself at all times, though, you know. Yeah. So yeah. That's right. Show you right. And so, where part of L.A. you from? From Watts. Right. I said, oh, my nigga, man, he got some rough spots. I said, what you know about that, huh? The Booyah tribe. Said, oh, right? okay. The Booyah tribe, huh? That's what people know about that. The crack tribes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cocaine yeah. and the yeah. uh, Brillo pads. Right, right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so I, we went upstairs and, uh, you know, his buddy was saying, hey, he's all excited you know, to meet me and everything. And I, I was excited to meet him too, whatever. And sat down, like, you know, everything was different to me. So I'm just right, constantly right. scanning the space I'm in. Looking out the window, it's like, damn, I seen this in the movies, man. Like, pretty cool, you know. It's like, damn. So, damn, man, I got this tape, man. The tape out. There's this cut called Planet Rock. I said, you know, and John looked at me, you know, the guy who took me around. He said, uh, you ever heard of Planet Rock? I was like, nah. I said, what is that? I said, it's a new group, Africa Bambeta. I'm like, who's that? So Sonic Force? So Sonic Force, yeah. So, okay, well, you know, play it. So, right, he, right, so he played, yeah. you know, he played it and, uh, Oh man, it was it was just the sound the way you know you heard Planet Rock, right? Right, right. It it, it identified with the whole ambience of being there. Yeah. And it, it just it shook, you know, it just made me feel that's mind blowing. You're right there, and right in yeah. the middle of it. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It, it was a, a a subtle thing at first, you know, because yeah. everybody wasn't paying attention. But I did like the music. It's like wow, dun, dun. you know, it's just you know, if you just scan New York in the video and you hear that song playing, to me that was just the whole connection. And then. You know, he said, hey, well, you know, I'll make you a copy. I said, okay, cool. 
Kasumi are excellent. How do you make you that copy? The CD, the whole burner? No, we didn't have that. We had cassettes. This was back in 84. Yeah, cassette cassette, Double cassette deck. Yeah, okay, here you go. Bam. I mean, that's going to be it. That's pretty cool. cool. I was lucky to have that. Yeah, man. uh, Missed those days, too. Take that. Yeah. So when I got back to L.A., and uh, and that was about a five-week trip, I guess, it took about a year before they actually started playing it on the radio. And I was playing it everywhere uh, I went, through the yeah, house party and yeah. stuff. I'm like, what are you playing, what, man? What, what year was that? What time was that? Uh, it was like 1983, 83, 84. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man. So uh, I was playing it. You know, I had a little Pinto, a little, yeah. little green Pinto, yeah. 71. I think I had it for two like... Two-door, two-door Pinto? Yeah, it ran oh, for like two God. months. <laughs> yeah, the leaking the oil pan. I didn't man. know about it. Yeah, I got that thing for Those 100 bucks. Those are the ones with the, I heard they had the recall with the gas tank in the back. they blow up or something like that, right? No recall. No, no recall. Just a re- just, defective requirement. Just respect. No airbags. You're gonna if you blow up, you blow up, huh? Well, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing they can do with that one. The tank sitting right there behind the back seat. <laughs> like crazy. My but God. yeah, so um, yeah, I, I started playing it everywhere, and, and this is before I became a DJ or I got yeah. interested yeah. to get deep in it. But right. like I said, I had experiences along the way that caught me and brought me to the that point where yep. it kind of brought me to a point where yeah. you know maybe I, you know I can do that, you know, and and. Uh, and I just used the experience that I had a long way and applied mm-hmm. to where I was when mm-hmm. somebody had, say, suggested I sounded good on the mic or yeah, yeah. or that, you know, I have a, a, I don't know, a certain talent or something. Yeah. It was yeah. one thing, one step at a time. But what I, what I did fall in love with was the fact that when I was playing this record or the tape, maybe where I went, and, you know, it took a year. And then when, and at the same time when I had the experience with someone introduced me to, uh, the DJing mm-hmm. and telling me, you know, he liked the way I sounded on mic. He said, mm-hmm. I want to see how you sound. He took me to his house, mm-hmm. showed me the turntables, mm-hmm. the wax and everything, this record crate. His name was Gerald McCauley, one mm-hmm. of my good friends. I, I don't know where he is now today, but God bless him. Yeah. Um, Shout out to uh, Tim, right, Tim? No, uh, Gerald. Gerald, Gerald Collins. Gerald McCauley. If you're out there. Gerald McCauley. Yeah, Gerald McCauley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was, uh, he had the techniques, the turntables. Sure? Yeah, he had the techniques, yeah, 1200, MK1200. Yeah, and he had the new Mark mixer and the Gemini mm-hmm. mixer, and, you know, those two stuff. And he had, he's the one that got me to go buy my first console uh, oh. from a guy named Earl, who used to rent equipment. And you put all your uh, vinyls in the milk crate? Yeah, well, uh, no craze. I actually had a custom, uh, a custom crate. I don't even know where that crate is now, man. Like, man. Uh, it had like maybe five, ten thousand records, you know, wow. over uh, wow. a twelve-year period. Twelve-year period. Jesus, yeah. man. And I let it all go, man. And then you know, it's like, well, you, you know, what are you gonna do? You start fresh, you know. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna cry about it. No, I mean, I already, already did that. Milk story spill. You can't cry. Yeah. I've already thrown up, yeah. you know, and. On the toilet, and yeah. you know, I had to let it go. So I had you know, to. We know what we say in Italian. We say "casa nova, vita nova," new house and new life. Yeah. You know what you Live do? and let live. Exactly. Man. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, but it went to a good cause. I left to a friend's. Uh, I left at my friend's uh, place. I said, "So maybe your nephew, you know, want a DJ or something." Uh, and if you really can't handle it, I'll come back and get him. But I just, right, you know, right, I'm going right. to San Diego, moving, right. and right. it's just too much for me to, to carry. And uh, I said, "I trust you. I mean, you, I hope you trust me." And I really. You know, I said I would I would rather pay you, you know to keep them for me, but right, right. I'm not going to sit here and uh, promise tomorrow because I don't know what's going to happen until exactly. I actually get settled. Exactly. Anyway, his uh, nephew Sal went uh, uh, went on and actually acquired an interest and actually did some DJing for a number of years. I don't know how long or how successful he was, but mm-hmm. at least you know it it flattered me just to know that you know or it made me feel proud that at least someone picked up the. Uh, Pace and actually, you know, just something with them. And I'm pretty exactly. sure they probably exactly. had, they probably sold them or whatever at the right, ball. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, I don't know. You, sometimes you just don't know if people will value anything that you've collected over time. You know, the time spent, 
the time travel, the energy, the gas, yeah. whatever, the expense. Yeah. I mean, I've ordered stuff from Europe. I've had friends who I've made over the phone. Mm -hmm. People I used to call all the time just to order the, the wax and they would send it to UPS or whatever. Yeah. I would spend hours just talking to people who were selling records, you know, like moving records in East Orange, New Jersey, and Casablanca records in right. Europe somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, places I had never been. And, you know, I was trying to catch up with somebody in East, in East Orange, but yeah, I just couldn't. And when I went there, actually, the record shop was closed. So it wasn't like out of business, but it was closed for the day. I'm like, damn. Yeah. So I just, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't spend time going back, but you know, it was just good to have that. Time. Like today, what, what, where's the record shop today? I mean, Tower Records. Yeah, all yeah that Track Source gone? online. It's all online. online. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like ridiculous. I miss, yeah. I miss the old days. You could just yeah. go there. I mean, I like how much, you know, how inexpensive it is now, but at the same time, it's really, it's a high-end passive income. Mm -hmm. I think you know, for certain people in the business. I mean, I'm not sure what, at what level, if it's the owner or if it's yeah. people who create it. Right. But the passive income is. Digital, yeah, it's all digital. digital. So you know, you're not actually holding. You're holding something that's now, do you intangible. Like, do you like it digital now, or do you want to wish you go back to the oh, how we started? You know, what I mean? you know, to go back would be just as cumbersome because it's physical, mm -hmm. so it takes up space. Right, right. Okay. The only, the only, I think it stands for an analogy now because now we have computers. Yeah. But yeah. now you you go in the framework of a, of a computer that becomes your your room. Right. The space that you keep your records in, right? And yet, you can apply feet, uh, square footage to the application of records being in the space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, the crates, the milk crates, whatever, and it'd be all along the wall. As to where you have to worry about compartmentalizing digital files. Yeah, exactly. You know, put everything on yeah. a chip. You, yeah, you get past a gig, right. and you're going to be paying rent somewhere. And, yeah, exactly. You know, for space. <laughs> and I got mine on on Drive, Google Drive, so. And not to mention that you got one drive. Right. Oh, I mean, I, you know, that's the problem I have with the, with the technology and how compacted it's been. Because you're overloading the drive, huh? You got some. Well, man, yeah, then, then you have to have the, the mind for it, you know, to remember mm -hmm. what you, where, your, where your access points are. And then you have to organize your library. You know, it's impossible to, to remember what records you have. I still have the CD books. I have, like, four big stack of CD books. And that's the one thing I man. do like about the physical reference. Yeah. You have the physical reference. You have, you know, a label. You got the... Description, mm -hmm. so I don't know. It's a little bit more tangible too. Yeah. Whereas now everything's in the computer. It's, the right. computer becomes a part of your brain. Right. It's but much it's, easier, but it's more. It's easier, but then you still you can't remember the cuts. Yeah. You know, in DJing, you you can acquire so many. You can never get all of them. Right. But you have you have a bad habit going on right. because it's an addiction that uh, you're used to running a routine of collecting tracks. Right. And, Exactly. Yeah, you know, you spend hours and time, money and uh, Man. expense just to, yeah. to, you know. But then you, you know, after a while, you get to maybe a thousand, not even a thousand. You get to five hundred, and you're just starting out. Right, right. And now, now, okay, you're gonna have to put these things into a library alphabetically. Mm -hmm. Oh man! You, know, you start rolodexing automatically <laughs> when, you, when you start talking records. You know, yeah. I mean, a lot of guys have uh, given up yeah. uh, trying to organize them, but right. they try to do month to month, maybe. Right. right. Uh, but how do they break it down to a program? You know, let's say you work, you have a program. Some people use a system of um, days of the week, mm -hmm. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And you hypothetically have to run yourself into a club mind. So you have a schedule to go, you have a place to go to every day of the week to play. Right. So you have to create programs of, of music mm -hmm. for certain genres or whatever, or certain atmospheres. Even in house music, there's a lot of genres, but... Uh, there's a style that you apply, whether it be Afro, Afro House or Afro Soul or Soul House or Gospel House, mm -hmm. and then I would only basically try to just 
depend on playing garage style. Garage style right. is all right. references, but right, right. now they have deep deep house and a lot of things just fall in certain categories where okay, now I've had to uh, apply myself to understanding the context of where certain music is, certain genres, certain sounds, mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily worry about it, but I have to know how to look for it. Mm -hmm. So when I do find, you know, have my ears, then mm -hmm. I just collect what I want to, and I play the way I want to play. Right. right. Whereas in the club, all come together and play yeah, together. and that, the hard part comes to where you go play at a gig. Do you program a set? Mm -hmm. How many tracks do you take with you? Wow. You know, and you were like, out there carrying all this stuff. All yeah. The now you carry on a couple flash drives. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, maybe earphones. So, yeah. You could have a full setup somewhere, right. depending on what the circumstances are right now. Yeah. But to go in and actually, you know. There's a, there's a process of uh, experience, you know, or, you know, uh, cancellation. Mm -hmm. You get to one club, they have everything you need. Right. You know, you put your flash drive in, everything loads up right. Wow, or, that and, easy? Well, it can be, wow. but it could be really complicated. Right, right. You better have a backup. Yeah, exactly, know? just in case. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe three or wow. two or whatever, yeah. but, you know, you sit there, you plug it in, and it's okay, well, damn, you know, okay, well, what are we doing here? Okay, is it loading up? Okay, you, you got to do a lot of system checks, fact checking. Wow. You know, how's this thing run? It's running pretty good. I said, no, don't go away. Don't go away. You know, I want you to help me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, get me rolling yeah. here. You know, and I said, okay, this, okay, you got a different CDJ here. Oh, it's a Dinan song, man. It's like, what the hell is this? Right. <laughs> You're not you know, I'm going to go to my car real quick. Yeah, let me get my, let me get Let me my go get my 400s. Yep. It's old school, but, right. you know, and, and in terms of today, but they, they play, uh, they, they play USBs and they play CDs. So, yeah. I, like, I like the CD element. I was actually really comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but to go to the USBs, it's a little delayed to me. It's a little artificial. Right, right. Of course, you know, you require the timing. And I don't necessarily want to scratch anymore or drop anything. Mm -hmm. But I can use some of the tools that they have, yeah. pushing the buttons or a looper or whatever, and, you know, allocate myself that way. Mm -hmm. But as far as just blending, which is something I've always done over right. the years, and right. people have caught up with me and, and taken it to that level to where, okay, man, that's, that's where oh, I was you headed. got it down. I listened to a couple of your mixes, man. Yeah. It's really smooth. Oh, thanks, wow, man. I appreciate can't it. Tell you went to the next track. Yeah, I still got a ways to go. Yeah, really. You know, smooth. the hard part is just having enough records to play, right? And and to be able to change up and right. yeah, and keep it interesting. Uh, and I, I just uh, I just love it. You know, it's just a way of expressing myself. I mean, I I played instruments and this mm -hmm. and that, but mm -hmm. it's nothing like having a I don't know a pulse, as they call it. Mm -hmm. You know, people can't always sometimes get used to the redundant beat. I say I understand that. I said, but at the same time, you have to go beyond that, and then you have to have, come up to a certain standard of of level with your technology, a good stereo system, you know, right, to appreciate right, right. what the music exactly. is. Because it's more than just the, uh, the pulse. Everything has to line up. Yeah, exactly. the beats, that's the pulse. Everything come together. Yeah, right. people like change up on the beats. Mm -hmm. That's what you depend on when you listen to your ear. But when you have to listen to all kinds of music, there's other nuances to the music that, that goes beyond just the beat. Right. And where house music is uh, a, a good testament to that, where they have bass tones. Right. Boom, 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 boom. Right. But you still got that boom, boom, boom. And, and then you're always feeling the crowd, right? And you got to see all they see. Yeah, so you, you know you do want to change it up yeah. because you know that people don't yeah. like the redundancy as right. much as well. They don't tolerate it as much as you do. But when you're there at the club, you know everybody's in the same like-minded right. thought and say, "Man, it's just play," you know. And you, you know you take off. And then sometimes people like tribal. Some people like vocals. Mm -hmm. Some people like instrumentals or dubbies or whatever. Or you know, there's uh you know gangster house. There's all kind of stuff. All man. kind of mixes out there. Yeah. yeah. Was it good money back then, or is better money now? Well, it depends on where you are. If you're one of the elitists who were there and never left, then you've probably been making good money around the world. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You know, if you can travel with uh, with this talent, you make a lot of money. Right. China, Japan, you know, where COVID now has kind of stagnated everybody right. and yeah. isolated everybody. Right. 
people are, you know, either in love with the situation or or they hate it, you know, and not willing to tolerate it in between because, you know, this, you know, it's a lot of uh, people are, like, industry, if this goes on any longer, I think the industry's going to have trouble. Yeah. Because now, like, you always see that the science that you see that are, like, fame is not a target anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, what's being famous? Yeah, it is. You know? what, what is like it? being a movie star, yeah, you know, exactly. like, what is right. that? You know, it's like, and I was just here, like, you know, about a year ago, you know, hoopla, right? You right. know, but you've seen things change before that, though, like with the Kardashians and mm -hmm. the, the TV shows that are, yeah. you know, they're, they're filming reality shows and mm -hmm. stuff. And like, you know, that's degrading the standard of uh, tradition, right? I right. think, right. you know, because it's, it becomes too much turmoil and too much, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, toxicity, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, you know. And you and you and you came across a lot of famous people, man. Oh yeah, yeah. In your uh, yeah. other line of work. Oh, the security, yeah. Yeah, mm. man. You were out there. You were doing everything, man. Yeah. You were out there. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, man. Man, yeah. I, you know, guarding these high, uh, high famous people. Yeah, you got to get it. That doesn't come overnight, though, either. Right. I had to, had to. Some people it. were cool. Some people were kind of douche, douchey, little. You got to do the grind first, that, right? I did the clubs and all, but I was getting hit in the head and oh, you know, man, trying, trying you to get, were out there, huh? Yeah, man, because you know you're out there on Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. You're off the uh, off the street, mm -hmm. so you're not protected by any kind of layer of security right. or uh, boundary lines of, uh, say, property. Yeah. You know you're exposed to the street. Exactly. So you kick somebody out. Right. You better make sure you're gonna get a boomerang effect. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be back. Say, all right, motherfuckers, yeah. get out of here. Wow. You know, kiss yeah. my ass. Right. Next thing, what's up? Oh, 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 pop, 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 pop. Oh, like somebody shooting. Man. <laughs> And so much drinking after their, after a club night, boy. We used to drink, smoke, and just chill. Wow. You know, do some other stuff too. And yeah. I was like, man, oh yeah, I take one shit. I right. gotta go home. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then I find out, you know, I gotta find somewhere to go. It's gotta be safer than this. Right. I mean, I've heard small talk here and there. Some yeah. people suggest this and that. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, well, you're maybe. A, you're a front line. You're out there, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I got into security from uh, doing background acting and, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, did a few movies or whatever. And, yeah, I was after it was after my first divorce, so I got, uh, I had, you know, I got into that. I started doing audience, uh, we call it audience uh, seat, uh, seat fillers. Okay. For audiences, uh, say for uh, Family Feud or you know The Price Is Right, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. you know special shows that are on cable, or whatever. Yeah. Anything I can do, and then finally I got into the background acting and uh, started out with Steven Seagal movies. No, The Bikers Club. Biker Boys, mm -hmm, that was my mm -hmm. first, first movie, but, you know, it was his background, you would never see me anywhere, but I was in a couple scenes with uh, Steven Seagal and Today You Die, and uh, if, you, Steven Seagal. if you rent a movie, you'll see me yeah. at the basketball court yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that, I'm a Steven Seagal yeah. fan. The biggest uh, pay I've ever made was working on Collateral with uh, Tom Cruise and oh, nice. uh, Jamie Foxx and Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, she's a... Oh, man. She's gorgeous, man. Yeah. She's so sweet. Damn. Something else, huh? Yeah, I wouldn't, you know, it's like, you know, I'm sorry to even hear that, you know, her and Will were having trouble. Right, right, And at right. the time, if I had known any better, I probably would have. I think they're back together, I think. Yeah, they they have a strange, they have an open, they have a strange relationship, strange man. Strange relationship. I, I can't blame them for anything. I, I think she'll always be uh, Tupac's girl, huh, or... Uh... They had their own thing going. No, on, right? I, I would think they're she's like best friends. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, I think people in Hollywood these days. I mean, yeah. especially with us being the younger generation, th there's something that slides away from tradition. Yeah, they try to, to handle it responsibly in their own way to keep things, you know, copacetic. Yeah, but I don't care which way you, you, you know, you got the yin and yang and anything. And you right. shake it up, it's just gonna be what it is. Exactly. And you know, at some point, if you're not on your cues. You're gonna get checked. You're always gonna get checked, oh, especially yeah. in, the, in the limelight. Oh come on, man! So they've they've had you know stories where they slipped up and she said something in front of Will and you know it's like, yeah. 
And I start, well, he raised an eyebrow, and then next, and so he did something else or whatever. And it's like, oh god, man, like. Yeah, but she mm-hmm. made her mistake. But I don't, I don't yeah. blame, I don't hate her, I don't hate him. Right, right. right. I mean, you know. Yeah. Everybody. Unfortunately, their business only, became public. You know. We're only human, right? Yeah, we're only human, and I, I still love her. Right. Will just their the same. Their movies and their characters, yeah. they are right. Yeah, when I encountered her. And you met Will, right? I, I met Will okay. briefly, but I met Jada more personally okay. you know, at the okay. on set. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she actually, the first day I got there, I was walking down the hall, and I was like, you know, we're at the LAX uh, courthouse, and we we're going to do a couple scenes. And, you know, I walk in, and, you know, it's kind of like a first run, so I don't know. I'm just like, just another assignment, but I'm actually being listed as a feature, so do right, right. I pay? So, you know, I'm excited. But I'm just looking for, you know, like craft service. It's like, man, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> so, so I was walking down the way, and right. I see these two ladies talking, and I see her at a distance. Like she's looking at me the whole time she's talking to or listening to the girl yeah. she's talking with, and and she turns and acknowledges me, say hi, how are you? And I said, oh, I'm fine. I said, I said wow, it's nice to see you. You too. I said, oh. <laughs> yeah, right. You got starstruck <laughs> a little bit, huh? I did. Well, man, she's, you know, she has those crystal green blue right. eyes and yeah, luring you beautiful teeth. Huh? She bailed you in. Scissor looks. <laughs> Wow, you're just more you're even more gorgeous in person. Wow, yeah. Sister, yeah. Well, how can I help you? I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like you know, one innuendo for another. We're like, okay, well, right, right. You right. know, I said I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I was like, I was looking for something to get something to eat. So, oh, craft services. Oh, it's right this way. And I said, well, let me take you down there. So, oh, really? I said, oh, thank you too much. Just way too much. I'm gonna faint right now. <laughs> she put her arm around me and around my on my arm, and mm-hmm. she took me out. To the double doors were, and, yeah. and there it was. And I said, Well, you know, what's your name? I said, I'm Paul. And Jada. That's the one. I said, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I said, I hope to see you around. It's like, you know. But I, and, uh, whew, I said, like, Man, you made my day, girl. Man. That's all I could say. Because in my right, mind, I was right, thinking, right. you know, it's like, Wow, I'd, I'd ask her. If I, was, I mean, she, was, she gave me so much, um, I guess, rapport and affection. Right, right. It's like, right. you know, it's like, I thought, well, maybe it's just because she's a good actor, you know, right. a good actress. Right. She's able to mingle it really well, and that maybe that's part of well, it. You kept it smooth, man. You didn't but ask her for an autograph. You didn't no. do none of that stuff, right? No, yeah. no. I, I, uh, like a regular person. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was just, I was in shock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I saw her yeah. the, the, a few more times. I saw yeah. her maybe three, or, maybe about a good two weeks, you know, off and on. Mm-hmm. And we did uh, one particular set. Uh, she's getting picked up by Jamie Foxx in the cab in one scene. And there was a uh, another scene with the businessman who actually tries to go before her okay. before she gets into the car. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and that that particular guy who had words with uh, Jamie, I ended up doing standing work for that position and uh, making a little more extra money. Yeah, out of why that not? Too. Sure, sure. And I was actually I was actually placed uh, featured as a gang member. Oh, okay, okay. And, and we were in, and we were part of the cartel. We had a lot of scenes, but a lot of scenes got cut out. Yeah. So you know, I didn't really care at the. The fact that you know I got paid for six months worth of work. Yeah. At, uh, well, you you were not are you non-union or you were union? I was non-union. Oh, but you were I, I was. At the time, but see, I was at a level where okay, if I go any further, mm-hmm. then I, I have to get I have to get in. Right. You gotta get but in. But I don't. Right. You know, you gotta. You, but you gotta jump in all the way. Right. Yeah. And exactly. that's hard to do. It's expensive. It is. It, is. it was like twenty six hundred dollars for uh, the uh, what do you call it? the uh, what do you call the card? Um, there's a. There's a Sag card. Okay, that's yeah, what it sag. is. There's okay. sag, and yeah. there's one other one for the soap operas and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. They have another one, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, and uh, and I I wasn't ready to commit, but then people kept you know saying, hey man, you're good, you look good on camera, this and right. that. Yeah. I worked with Luis Guzman on his uh-huh. on a show that was um, generated to uh, compete with uh, George Lopez at the time. Oh, look at that! See, so I did a whole season yeah. of that, but then that didn't work out because 
the baseball uh, uh, World Series came out oh. and it knocked it out of the, out of contention because uh, they were occupying the channels every night. Right, right, right. And so they canceled the show. But yeah. you know, that was over at Fox Studios, and I got paid for that. Luis is a great guy too. I seen him. I, you know, all these people. I mean, Man. the funny thing is that you know, from working in this industry, I went full circle with Tom Cruise, Jamie Foxx, Jada, uh, Luis, uh-huh. uh, of course. When I was doing security. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when I got to Steven Seagal, it was probably like one of my last movies. Uh-huh. Someone had suggested to me to get into security, and that's when I right. stopped doing that. Right. And then I got into security. And, you know, it's, Did you like security better, or you liked the, the acting better? I liked it all, actually. You liked it all, huh? I okay. mean, it's, it wasn't like uh, I was looking to be a movie star, or yeah. not even starstruck, or even okay. just to be famous. Right, right. But it was just fun because, you know, it's just. You got to meet people. Yeah, it's just know, dealing with people exactly, who are in yeah. just different walks of life, you right. know. And, and you learn things about people who are just, who are stars, who are just people. Yeah, exactly. If you treat them any it's more like than that, you, then yeah, regular, you're giving up too much. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you can, you know, take what they do, you know, as entertaining and believable, then that's an acknowledgement of their being good at their, or their, uh, their uh, craft. I agree, so, I agree. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I got to see, uh, I met Tom Cruise a couple times, uh, over at the Adobe Theater uh-huh. uh, for a couple of award shows. And, you know, he's bounced around on the loading dock because that's where he gets dropped off. And somebody told me to go rendezvous and make sure that, you know, he gets covered or whatever. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm on my break. So I was smoking a cigarette out there. And uh, I was actually past the point, uh, just a little adjacent from the, uh, the loading dock. And I'm yeah. like, I see people walking around. And I see this guy jumping up and down off the, off the loading dock. And I said, hey, man, hey, hey, hey. I said, you can't do that. You got to cut that out. And, you know, people say, you know, hey, Tom, Tom, Tom. And he says, what, what? I say, hey, can I have a word with you? So he comes down and says, uh, you know, my name's Paul uh, Stafford. I'm security here. And I said, uh, you know, we have a policy here that, you know, you know, any kind of physical activity that goes beyond being, you know, composed uh, is uh, out of hand and, you know, reprimanding you because, you know, you might hurt yourself, you might hurt somebody or you fall and break a leg. You know, we can't have that. You're Mr. Cruz, right? Says, yeah, yeah. And he's like straightening up. <laughs> he's kind of tight. Yeah. Right. He's not smiling so much right. anymore. He's like, yeah. you know, did I do something wrong? I'm sorry. You know, I'm like, no, it's okay. Just, uh, just want to give you a warning. And I'm just messing with you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, was, I said, and I said, hey, look, yeah. I, I know you. I, I introduced myself to you before, but right, right. I wouldn't expect you to remember me. Right. I said we worked together on on collateral. Right. So really, I said, yeah. What you do? I said, well, I was, you know, one of the leads in. Uh, the gang, you know, but they cut out our scenes. Oh, <laughs> you know, I was one with the bandana yeah, right, and the brown right, suit. Right, right. He wanted to look at me. I said, I wanna, I wanna remember you. You look familiar. Yeah. I said, nah. I said, you know. <laughs> and I told him about the night. You know, yeah. he's, he's one of those kind of stars that, you know, looks from his peripheral. Yeah. Because, you know, he's always the target, so to speak. Right, right, right. So he didn't want to be ambushed so much. So right. he's, he's standing there taking a break and he's got his lifters on for his gray suit, right. his little wig. Right. Yes, and uh, and I'm standing over there on standby, you know, our scenes, I mean, we're not going to get any scenes that night, but we're, we're there just in case, you know. Right, right. And so it was me and my, uh, my buddy Danny, and I was watching the car, and he went to get coffee and stuff, and I see Tom say, Mr. Tom! And he's like, he's like, looking, he said, over here, Tom! And I go walking toward him, and he come, stands up, you know, he's not really fearful, he's just, yeah. you know, he's just being cautious. Right. You know, he, he looks at me like, like you know, he's supposed to know me. I said, no, you don't know me. I said, I just want to say hi, man. I'm glad you're doing this, you know, because you're doing this. I get opportunities to work, so. Right, right, right. You know, I'm just want to be humbly uh, respect, you know, you know, that you're here. So, I said, you know, you seem like a really nice guy. I just want to introduce myself to you. Oh, yeah, hey, thanks, man. Nice to meet you, too, man. Yeah. Da, da, da. You need anything? I said, no, I'm good. It's just, 
Want to say hi? Yeah, you know, it's nice to be out here. Sounds like a cool guy because I've, I've been hearing different. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of you know, things about. Like yeah. Most artists, I mean, I, I could tell you this about maybe two or three people I know that, you know, I didn't like. Right. Uh, and if I suggest anyone, it'd be first on my list Vince Vaughn, the asshole. Okay, what about one of my idols, man? Mm. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I met Sylvester Stallone too. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I met him at a, oh, uh, I met him at a party. Oh, Christmas party. I met him at Ed Hardy's uh, house. Okay, cool guy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ed Hardy was having a birthday party for his brother. And wow. This is over uh, near uh, what's that, Hancock Park, I think. Uh, it's like a mile before you get to Highlands off Wilshire. Right. If you make a right, you know, just before Highlands, a couple uh-huh. blocks. Uh-huh. You go up to Sixth Street. Uh-huh. It's right in the corner right there. Nice little. All those houses are nice. Nice. Yeah. But they had a fast show set up and everything. Yeah. Uh, they had a runaway over the pool. They had a DJ. They had an outhouse. Uh, Pool house on both sides. Wow. That was just like, you know. How cool was that, huh? Yeah. Man. Rest in peace, Mr. Uh, Ed Hardy. Yeah. He, passed, he passed away, yeah. yeah. Uh, but and I just heard today uh, one of the, Larry King just died. Hmm? Larry King, yeah. Mm. Larry King just wow. died today. Wow. Yeah, you believe that? Wow. Yeah, man. I, I met him too. God, you met Larry King too, yeah. huh? I can, man, I can tell you a lot of stories, I man. I tell you. That's why we wanted to bring you on the podcast because we know you, I know you had some really interesting stories yeah. for all the listeners out there. You know, I, and I, sometimes I don't even think to myself how interesting that, because you know, when sometimes you say something like a story like that or to people, people immediately think that it's about your ego. Right, right. So sometimes I refrain from telling anybody anything because, uh, you know, it's like, well, whatever, you know, so if that's what you're, that's the attitude you're going to take, then, you know, yeah, I don't need to share right. anything with you. Right, yeah. But I don't share that, you know, because, you know, I did it. Right. I, I shared it because I had an opportunity to do right. something, you know, right, and right. it was given to me. You know, right. one of my best clients was uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino, Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> but I had, I had him and Larry King at the same time nice. working with him. I worked with uh, a lot of people, man. Um, I, can't, I can't, right now I'm going blank. So it's a couple of days I did this before with. Uh, Penelope Cruz. Okay. Yeah, okay. her and her sister. Man. And this is uh, this is for a film festival called the Italian Film Festival, uh-huh. and they did it every year. And, uh-huh. uh, I had a partner of mine who passed away, uh, uh, Paul Ambrose. God bless him. He's yeah. a good guy, too. And uh, well, the year he wasn't there, so I, had, I had done Penelope Cruz and her sister mm-hmm. a year before. Mm-hmm. And Al Pacino was, has been there. He's been, like, sometimes the spokesperson, spokesperson for awarding uh, the awards to the people who are the honorees or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I've had a chance to observe them here and there and things like that. So this year was different, so they asked me to come up and do the lead for the, for the show. I'm like, well, okay. You know, it's like, that's like you know, I wasn't really one thinking anything or, you know, sometimes you try to project yeah. what the scenario is going to be. Okay, right. well, I'm already familiar. Okay, I kind of know what the routine is. And right. So I'm, I have a notion that something's different, so right. I know Paul wasn't going to be there, and you know I'm used to, yeah. you know, somebody's like to take charge like that. I just let them roll, and it makes it easier for me anyway. Right, right. Because I don't work all the time; I right. just work part time. Right. So anyway, I got there and say, you know, here, here's the radio, <laughs> here's the keys. Right. Um, you got special instructions, but you're gonna have to contact the driver. We don't have the number yet, right. but uh, you know your stations, right? Like, what do you mean stations? Well, you know, you know your points where you're going to be taking them and all that? And I said, no, I don't know anything. <laughs> and so, you right, know, right. I said, uh, okay, well, then can you figure it out? I was like, well, I can try. You know, I said, I got faith in you, Paul. You can do it. So that's my director, right, Tony Drake. Right, right, right. So I go out there, and I'm running the window. So how many guys do I got? Six, seven? Yeah. Oh, no, you got four or five, actually. No, you got about ten, actually. Yeah. But only worry about four or five that you need to coordinate between your points once you figure out where those are. 
what he, I think what he meant was, like, you must be in the, the VIP room. You must be in the press, the press walk. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. That's it. And then have you gotten, gotten the driver's number yet? No, who has that? Well, you need to contact somebody from the uh, film festival. You mean like uh, the owner or the guy who's actually, you know, running the thing? I forgot his name. Yeah. He said, yeah, that's him. I said, oh, man, you guys are really making me earn my money tonight. <laughs> you know, so I started moving, I started moving right. faster and right, faster. Right, right, right. And then finally I got the number. And then somebody gave him, somebody had given the driver my number. He yeah. called me. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't answer. Right. <laughs> I didn't recognize the number. Right, right. Then I, I, I looked at the number I was, I was given. And I said, oh, yeah. oh, that guy just called. Oh, that must be him. Right. The guy named was uh, Jared. Uh-huh. I said, oh, yeah, Paul. We're on our way. We're on Sunset. I mean, uh, Hollywood Boulevard. I said, oh, okay. Uh, you know how to get here? He says, yeah, we got directions, but you know, where am I going to turn in at? And where, where do you want me to specifically drive to to meet you? Was, was GPS going that time or Thomas Guide? No, no, he, no. This is like this. Uh, this is like what 2012. Okay, 13. so we had the GPSs on. Yeah, 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 Lowe's Hotel, and, then, and you got the uh, Highland Side entrance mm-hmm. of, uh, mm-hmm. of the, what do you call it? Uh, um, I forgot what they call it. Uh, the Highwood Plaza, or whatever. Okay, yeah. H&H yeah. Plaza, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. You're going to make a left turn on uh, Highland from uh, Hollywood Boulevard. If you can get through there, I don't know. If you can't, then go down Franklin and then make a right. I just want you to just do that. Turn right, uh, left on the orange, go right at Franklin, and come around, go to Highland, and make another right. You'll see the gas station. Come on down and make another right at the entrance for the parking lot or the parking structure. Mm-hmm. And when you go in there, you see ballet, and you're gonna make it left. You're gonna veer left. And it started all coming together. I thought, like, yeah. And I said, okay, you're good. You're good. I said, well, I, said, I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> that's, <laughs> so, what she, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm gonna bring your mama up on this one. <laughs> we did get to that level. Right, 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 he was right, cracking. Right. It's cool. But uh, I said, all right, all right, Paul. We'll, we'll see you there then. Okay. So they came down. You know, uh, I said, if you can't contact me, it's because I'm in the structure. You know, but have faith, I'll be looking for you. So, and then I, I, I started looking at every escalator I saw coming in. It's like, is that him? No, that's not him. So I'll be right back. And then I come back, so oh, shit, you might be back. I said, call me on the radio if you see anything. Yeah. And then nobody sees anything except me. So anyway, <laughs> I come back down, and finally they get there, and it's like, yeah. that was released. So everything's on cue, on time, you know, and you just learn to, you know, follow your cue points, right. your, your right. instincts, and instructions, all that good stuff. That was yeah. yeah, and if you haven't double checked too much, then mm-hmm. double check again. It's right. okay, you know. Exactly. And then say, exactly. hey, am I doing this right? And I said, I haven't heard any complaints, Paul. So I guess so. <laughs> Man. I said, yeah. So anyway, yeah, we, uh, you know, we, we met. Uh, I met Jared, and we're talking a little bit, and he says, well, you know, this will probably be your pickup point, too. I told him, I said, you know, later on this evening. Between now and then, I don't know what's. He has planned. I don't know what's on his agenda. Mm-hmm. I, I know he's presented for the awards and all. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the first time for me too, so I'm just gonna follow my cues. Hopefully, you know, we'll gel a little bit, see what happens, and uh, I don't know. Let's yeah. just have a good night. So I, yeah, I, that had to be awesome for you to meet all oh. these kind of people. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, your portfolio was building up, and mm-hmm. you know that's different than your DJing and doing your other stuff. And it's like, yeah. Man, you're out there, man. It's a word of advice for some people who have dreams out there, mm-hmm. and say you know you're you have an opportunity to be you know 
and we used the, lime, the limelight in Hollywood, you know, for example. You know, I, I would say, you know, look beyond that mm -hmm. and understand, you know, the relationships with people or just people. Right, right. And if you're in a fair of uh, having your feet on the ground, you're earning some money, a decent salary or whatever, and you're happy doing what you're doing, don't, don't invest in anybody else's opinion about what you do. Right, right. Just, just go ahead and try to focus on what you're doing. Dig in. Right. And, and, you know, be humble. And for people who understand you or are like-minded and give you all the space that you need to be whatever it is that you do, yeah. love them, Go you know, yeah, exactly. keep them close, whatever. But, you know, just be careful where you take the advice from people right. who don't necessarily right. serve you right or serve you well with uh, an opinion. Right. So it's it's nice to, to go ahead and consider investing in yourself and take it seriously and, and do all the details that you can do. Exactly. If I had embraced it a little bit more or much more, I don't know. Uh, Going further. Yeah, I would have gone. I would have gone further for not knowing that you know if I wouldn't be able to survive a marriage. Yeah. Or travel. But maybe and God had different plans for you. You know what I mean? God's time is never wrong. You know they yeah. said you know yeah. maybe he removed you from that path for another path that he's working on right now for you. I don't know. Twenty twenty one. What? So what do you got? You got goals coming up. You got oh. things lined up so far. Or? No. <laughs> No, what are you talking about? I know you got some stuff pondering on that. You know, come on now, man. Just uh, just finding continuity and context with okay. whatever's going on. I mean, okay. I, I think we're all, I think, you know, I find myself being unemployed and whatever in between times. And then, mm -hmm. you know, when after I got divorced, I, you know, I hit the streets hard. Yeah. You know, I lost yeah. my mom at the same time. And, yeah, you know, yeah. there's a lot I could say with the situation, but I'm going right. to let it pass on this right. one. But uh, right, right. I, uh, I've had to, you know, Learned to just get a grip on myself because mm -hmm. of the fact that I wasn't all right and right. I wasn't all wrong. Right, right. But it doesn't say anything for any doors that have not been opened since then. Right. And I'll leave it at that. Right, right, right. So uh, with that in mind and, and, and being on EDD and whatever, suddenly the whole world's down there on the same level as me. But yeah. for different circumstances, of course, right. or maybe the same, who knows. Right. But what you realize is that the whole group, the whole level of society has dropped. Yeah. So that, I find that interesting in the fact right. that, you know, what the hell's going on here, you know? Like, right. you know, and then, you know, the coronavirus is a subtle effect. It's yeah. been taking more right. and more uh, serious. Now right. it's becoming, you know, life is, uh, is ramped to a level where technology has an effect on a lot of people, I think, too. Technology, religion, politics, all this stuff. Well, it's I think, you know, baseline, yeah. uh, the baseline is the technology because mm -hmm. it, uh, it shows instant gratification. There's side effects to that mm -hmm. uh, that I can't really even articulate. Uh, but I, I do see that there's, there's a presence of our uh, technology that has uh, really stifled us, I think, in a lot of ways. I mean, not only with the fact of that, or, you know, and what speaks to us now because the coronavirus has now finally arrived, it also speaks to mankind. Yeah. I mean, not just right. from the coronavirus, but for the pollution, for the lack of there of not knowing or having a solution for such a thing to happening. Yeah. Or we've been retarded because of the fact that, you know, our politics are screwed up, where right. we had emergency contingency plans in place for that mm -hmm. that weren't administered because the new president didn't want to take it right. and apply it. Right. And he had nothing else, but, you know, which is fine if he didn't want to take it on, but he had nothing to replace it with, right. nothing to substitute anything. Right. And, and, and to me, the last words has been a calamity of, uh, I don't know, an orthodox approach to being president because of the fact that, you know, he, uh, he probably had good intentions, but he's ultimately shown himself to be aloof. Right. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, he's unstable. He's but he has to deal with other people, too. It's not just him. Well, know? of course, but I mean, yeah. but you don't see that in in, in, uh, uh, in, the, in the background or, or any, any, in any uh, vicinity of, of seeing it being conscious or relevant. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, Obama had the same problem. Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure every president has had their yeah, exactly. adversaries of, right. uh, and foes, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, Obama was uh, very articulate. And, you know, I think, you know, presidency is a position that you have to sign on to. Right. Yeah, and you're not going to win all your battles with uh, with your agenda. Right. Uh, but you, you're going to have to take it with class, style, and whatever you have to, to have the wherewithal to be successful. Yeah. Even if you aren't successful at certain points or mm-hmm. at the majority of uh, certain uh, judgments. But, you know, and I look at Brahma, he wasn't the best president. I mean, he wasn't the worst. But he's, yeah, I'll definitely give him, you know, A pluses for the character, the articulation. Right. He's uh, cerebral. I mean, mm-hmm. he, you know, despite what he had to, to, to contend with, right. I, I give him all the props for that. Right. You know, because, right. uh, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I would say I would want to vote for him on paper. Yeah. As opposed to saying, you know, because he was just a black man. Right, right. Or mixed, like me. I'm, I'm mixed. Mm-hmm. But see, you know, you, we let all those things get in, in, in yeah. the way. Like said, but we need to go out there and vote. We need to go out yeah. there and vote, do our part. Yeah. You know, and But for the most part, he won us over. I mean, you know, yeah. it was the best situation right. at the time. At the time, right. Yeah. The but time. the problem that I have with the, you get all caught up in the, the technology, the, the fake news. But he had to clean up all that stuff from Bush, what he did, and all that crap. That's, going on that's right he had to eat a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff. To a migraine. Yeah. A and then being a minority, you know, it's like, man, it's damn if you do, damn if you don't. Right? Exactly. I, mean, I don't know if I want to be president. Man, yeah. that's a lot of responsibility, man. You kidding me? Mm-hmm. My God, I don't even know about that. Yeah. yeah. It can barely be me. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a lot of work, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. You so, know. yeah, yeah. So how are we doing here? Doing hey, good? we're doing great, man. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? That was a pretty, uh, pretty good episode we got. Right? Well, just to wrap it up with, uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, to wrap it up with Al Pacino, that you can have something to reference to, whatever. Yeah. Uh, there have been times in where I'd watch him. I met when I greeted him. We took pictures, whatever, in the elevator. Uh-huh. You know, I got that over with. And, uh, you know, he's he's street, and, and I'm and speaking, so he's well-rounded, you know. I said, you know, well, I, and I said, I'm trying to think in my back of my mind, so how do I even... Uh, how do I, uh, how do I make a connection with this guy? Yeah. And I'm thinking in my head, like, no, okay. Hey, did you have kids? He says, yeah. I said, when did you have? You, know, you had twins, right? He says, yeah. How'd you know? I said, I don't know. I heard it on the news. He <laughs> 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 started laughing. Yeah. And I said, oh, oh yeah. okay. Now we got a little, you know, a little more break, right. you know. Cut, uh, I said, hey, congratulations. We shook hands. I said, look, you know, I'm not exactly starstruck. You know, I'm cool. Right. But I love you, man. You're a good guy. Right. I said, oh, man, thank you so much. Thank you. I mean, he, he just had that squelch in his voice. Right. And that's 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 what speaks to me. It's just, right. You're, you're, you're so surreal for me right now. Right. You seem so animated. Right. Like, the, you're not real. Right, right. He says, what? I said, you're like a cartoon to me right now. <laughs> so I was like, what are you saying? He's like, yeah, well, you know. It's like, yeah. yeah, starstruck. Yeah. I said, yeah, you know, I'm getting older, man. It's like, you know, I've done it all. I said, I know you have, man. Yeah. I sure like to hear a few stories. And I told me a couple of things, you right. know. And uh, he said, well, what do we want to do? I said, well, I said, well, it's all about you. What do you want to do? You okay? You need a drink? Yes, I could use a cocktail. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> I said, well, you know, we'll, we'll get that. And I said, is there anything else you need? He said, well, you can't give me what I need. I said, oh, well, maybe you can give me what I need. So now I don't really need it. I said, I'll do what you do, but I won't do everything. <laughs> so I cried. So we're going to go on. the side. Yeah, so we'll, yeah. why don't we just go to the VIP room? Right, I'll get right, you in. Right. I mean, if anything strikes your eye. You know, just kill me. Yeah. And I'll be in front of you. I'll be around you. I'll be next to you. I'll be behind you. And I, but I won't be holding you. Okay. Right. So I'm not gonna hold you by the hand or anything like that. I'm just gonna fill everything out. And I, you know, if I see th- something I have to adjust to, I'm gonna cue you as yeah. well, so that I don't get too aggressive or yeah. you know I don't back off too much. Yeah. I wanna give you your space. 
It's okay. That works. That's cool. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Let's go. So we go in, right? Yeah. And it's a, it's a narrow pathway. It's yeah. really like a, a balcony. Yeah. Overlooking the uh, the entranceway of the theater in the center where they have you know concession stands and uh -huh, stuff. Uh -huh. But it's been mocked up because mm -hmm. it's like part of the comedy store. So they have like a little box stage that you can see the press line and the red carpet going along. You know certain parts. I said, okay, well, you know, why don't we just have a seat? I'll get you a cocktail. Would you like bourbon, whiskey, or whatever? She said, yeah, bourbon sounds good. Bourbon and ginger ale. He's like a bourbon guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so I get one, you know, quick one real quick. Like, give me yeah. bourbon real quick. And uh, the people I talk to or whatever, and they're, they're cool. So they got me that. But, you know, in my peripheral, I see people posting it up. And I said, hmm, what's going on here? Because I had really never been in a situation like that. Like, oh, these people, oh, okay, they're, they're staging themselves to... To, you know, for our target. Right, right, right. And they're all, like, gleaming and, like, okay. A couple women, mostly women. And then yeah. there's a couple guys I've seen in there. Right, right. Okay, industry people. Okay, well, then girls feel like they kind of want to rub elbows, whatever, and I say he's too old for that. Yeah. You know, you can't, oh, can you still have sex? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> all right, there's one girl that's yeah. like, uh, she looked yeah. like, uh, what's that girl's name? Uh, Liv Tyler? Okay, okay. Okay, and uh, I said, wow, she's striking, right? Yeah. Nice dress. Nice little peachy face uh -huh, there, uh -huh. a little rosy. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, she, she looks well, she doesn't, She looks at me, but she looks at me like oh, I'm looking at her. Right, right, right. I'm not really looking at her because right. she's attractive. I'm just looking at her because, you know, she's in my, my, uh, my radar. Right. And I'm looking at other people. I was like, okay, there's one over there, one over here. Okay, who's going to make the move first? So it turned out to be her. Right. She walks up to him. He's sitting there at a little, uh, like a round stool or whatever. Yeah. Having a drink. He yeah. looks at me and I look at him. Like, so he's cool. So she approached him. And I think they knew each other. Right. They're, right, they're right, familiar, right. I guess, from other events. Spent some time. Yeah, and she looks at me, and she's talking to him. She looks at me like that, and mm -hmm. she's getting all sassy. I'm like, okay, she's kind of interesting. Good liquor. Right, right, right. I said, Damn, I wish I had it like that. And I was you know, talking to myself <laughs> right. in my head. Yeah. And then, uh, so she makes the move, and she shows you know, her, her dress. She's, like, you know, fanning it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And she looks back at me like that. I'm like, so, okay. You know, it's, I'm basically just dismissing it. Okay, she's cool, whatever. Right, right. All of a sudden, she just pushed her dress over his head. Yeah. I said, what the fuck? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so I respond, hey, 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 hey. I grabbed her by the arm. Yeah. You know, gently, of course. Yeah. I kind of pulled her back, and she looked at me, and her face was red. I thought she was embarrassed at right, first. Right, right, right. And then I looked at her again. I said, you know, I said, come a little closer. And she did a smirk, like, you know, like, like, uh, and I looked at her, I was like, oh, I said, you're beautiful. <laughs> I said, I'll give you that. I said, but you've been drinking, huh? You've been out, you're a little, um, a little tipsy. I said, yeah. So I was like, you know, I was like, you know. Yeah. I said, you okay, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Pacino? He says, yeah, I'm fine. Because he immediately yeah. got up. Yeah. His hair's yeah. teased. Got so it. he's like, you know. Like, Whoa, what just happened? Yeah, he got yeah. He, But he played it off. He's like, yeah. I'm good, I'm all good. Right, all right, cold four, cold four. We're all clear. So I take her away from uh, <laughs> about five feet to look. Why don't you take a break? Go, you know. You know, go what they do. Go yeah. do what they do. Powder your nose. You know, right. get your composure. Get your, I said, I'm not gonna block you to come back. I just want you to reset right. yourself. Okay. Right. You're not in trouble with me. You know. Obviously, I know where you are now. I know who you are. Right. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> That's you, I. I, I just, do that move again. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, gift of gab. Right. I was. Right. Uh, I was right. reprimanding her, and I was, right. you know, disarming her too. Right. Exactly. So I said, Don't worry. It's okay. I got yeah. rubbed right shoulders. So, yeah. Just be a lady for me, okay? Yeah. And then, you know, you act like a lady going away. Right. Yeah, like, like a lady, more so when you come back. Uh -huh. I'm fine. I said, no problem. I don't, I don't think Mr. Pino has a problem with it either. But right, right, right. 
you know. I said, you know, it's just go take two minutes. Okay. Right. And she went on her way. <laughs> I take one say, wow, what was that all about, man? But you handled that situation smooth, man. Like, well, no problem, you know, like, no, yeah. no big deal. You know, and I didn't know it at the time, but right. there were other people watching me, too. Right. Right. You know, my directors. Of course. Uh, you know, You're on the spotlight. Yeah, and then... Uh, You're with Al Pacino, like, you gotta yeah. be on point. You gotta be on your game. Yeah, and then he, uh, he told me, I feel comfortable with you, man. You're pretty good. Wow. It's like, uh, you know, I know you. And I was like, yeah. I said, well, you know. I said, yeah, that's cool. Thank you. I, you know, I, you know, I said, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> man, give me a good Yelp review. Yeah, I need a shot right now because I'm, I'm nervous as hell right now. Like, I'm oh, sweating. Man. I said, I need a, whew, man. Man, I need a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you ready to go to the next level? Just, so not yet, not yet. So he, he goes from that seat and sits yeah. to another seat that's a little bit, like at the entranceway, it's a blind oh, spot, right? Yeah. So, you know, he's at a, where they have a couple of extensions and people coming in and you can see them from the backside. So he's sitting there, he's facing this way now and you know, I said, okay, here we go. So, you know, I'm looking at the watch and the chicks on the radio say, hey, you know, anything going on with the show yet? Are any cues? Uh, have you seen uh, such and such? And that guy was due to come. This guy who actually directed the whole thing from Italy, he brought the whole thing there to present the uh, festival. And I've seen him before. I don't like him, but he's, he's, he's okay, you know. Yeah, just yeah. other people you have to deal with. Kind of like, course, right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, we... He gets up. No, there's another lady who looks at me, <laughs> a mature lady, mm-hmm. gorgeous too, mm-hmm. and she's she's been there the whole time, and I've right. seen her like right, you know right, on right. my radar, like right, right. so you know finally I feel like you know another cue, and like not a look, and <laughs> I take a double take, yeah, because she's looking right at me, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's and she has a purse, and she looks, she comes over, almost talks to me, and and I, I said like that, and then she looks, and that is Alpacino, it's like. He gives a little nod, huh? Yeah, kind of like that. Go ahead, go ahead, yeah. So, yeah, so, okay, go ahead, yeah. It was funny because it was just so spontaneous, you know, and she kind of smiled and answered, damn, she's. Jesus, man, what you went through, you went through a lot with me. Yeah, I've done a lot of stuff. Right there in the center, front line. So, anyway, a few minutes after you talked to her, you know, he was feeling pretty good, he was getting the buzz. So, you feeling good? So, yeah. So, you know, hey, Paul, you do me a favor? Like, what's up, you know? So, uh, you know, after I do the presentation and all, and we do, we do, you might, uh, I've been here a thousand times, but I don't, I don't know what this place is like. What do you mean? So, you know, I haven't been to the restaurants, nothing. So, we want to go eat dinner or something? <laughs> so, you want some dessert? Oh, yeah. So, well, you know, uh, just take me around. Just, I want to, you know, just take me for a tour. Now, he had something on his mind, so I didn't yeah. know, know what that was. I was like, oh, yeah, well, okay. I said, whatever. I said, yeah, sure, I'll take you around if you want. You know, I just, you know. Anything, anything, anything is fine. It's okay. Appreciate that. Yeah, you got it. So as soon as I said that, we started turning around. You know, a whole bunch of people start coming in. Like, right. So we stopped. And I said, well, why don't we just wait for a second? Said, okay. So, you know, we're standing there. And it's like, what the hell? You know, it's like, what's, what's, who's bigger than me? <laughs> I said, oh, man. I said, I'm going to know. Right, right. Guess right. who walks in? Uh-oh. Bono. Oh, he's not exactly my favorite, yeah, you know, yeah, star, yeah, but yeah. he's he's on he's on the scales with some people because right. he's uh, what do you call it an evangelist, uh, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and he's a bunch of crap, yeah, and he's uh-oh. he's small. He's a small, small dude. Guy? Yeah. Comes in with a uh, a cashmere trench coat, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, overcoat. Okay, okay. And he's got a scarf. Yeah, he looks like he looks like a Ferrari. Yeah, he looks like a man yeah. who drives a Ferrari. <laughs> like, damn, I was like, damn, it's gonna be Bono, like Jesus. Oh. And then Al sees him, yeah. and he takes a double take, and it's like, oh, shit. And by this time, I'm a little distant, maybe 10 feet, but then there's right. a whole bunch of people coming through. Right, right. 
I said, hit, and he says, Paul, Paul, get his attention for me. I said, what? So, okay, now I have to go through that crowd and get right. to, to his entourage. I said, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bono. <laughs> you know, I, I just protected yeah. my boy, and he looked, and he's like, like that. He's got his sunglasses on. Right. I said, right here, right here. Mr. Patino wants to see you. Over there, over there. And then it took a minute to get his attention because he looked to ignore me almost. Yeah, yeah. And I put my hand on his shoulder, and, and he stopped, and he looked at me. I said, Mr. Patino wants to see you. <laughs> everybody stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, you know, I didn't really respond to everybody, but I could feel it. Like, right. I said, well, I was, deep, yeah. not awkward, but yep. like I took control. Yeah. And he stopped. It's okay, okay. So he stops. And Al comes like that. I come over, and then he comes over. Boom. It was almost like, okay, touchdown. Right, yeah, exactly. The small moment, yeah. but it was like, bam, there slamming is. the football. Slammed up, yep. So from there, I, I took him downstairs. Yeah. He sees Mr. Panaccio, or Panaccio yeah. from uh, ABC News, and a celebrity newscaster or whatever. Yeah. You know, he takes him on. You know, uh, I remember the year before when he did the show, and I was sitting, standing in the background with some other uh, partners of mine. Yeah. We were, you know, uh, you know, we, we act like we're starstruck. We are starstruck, but we kind of keep it to a level. Yeah. But you're not supposed to take pictures, right? Right, right, right. But there I was. Mm-hmm. You know, I was on TV, mm-hmm. and my 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 ex at the time. She, yeah. She calls me. But sends me a text, say, hey, you're on TV. And I'm, I say, well, yeah, what am I doing? She says, I think you took pictures or something. You were standing in the back <laughs> talking to them, you know, your security guys. Yeah, yeah. I said, really? And I, said, and I looked at, you know, she showed me the, like a copy of the video or whatever. Yeah. And I'm looking, I said, oh, shit, I'm on. And I'm taking pictures. I, don't know, be, yeah. <laughs> I said, man, I hope the directors don't watch right, this. Right, right, right. So I got home. I, I thought I had saved it over the years. That's I might have it on my computer somewhere. Yeah, it was yeah, kind of cool. memory. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey man, yeah, that's some good times and a lot of mm-hmm. experiences and, and people you met along the way. Cool people actually. Yeah, not some bad. Some are cool, some are douchey, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you know. I'll take it back to my mom sometimes because yeah. my mom, you know, when I was divorced, I came home. Yeah, stayed with my mom, and dad, yeah. and uh, you know, I took care of them because they were yeah. older and yeah, they were going through some issues up and down. Uh, more so, my father at the time. My mom was okay, I think. Yeah, you know, you know it got a little intense because you know. It's kind of a, a weird move, but you know, yeah. I, had to, I had to start over, and, yeah. and it was good for the relationship because right. they need they needed the help, they need somebody yeah. around, and yeah. I needed a place to be. Okay. And you reset. Eject button, man. Eject yeah. button, reset. Button. That's my first marriage, though. Yeah, so. yeah. And I had a second one, but uh, yeah. uh you looking for that third one, or uh, we don't know. No, nah, I would think they love that. Any cards in the future, or nah. no? Huh? Okay. No, nah, okay. everything else is reserved for my daughters, and that's it. There you go. Okay. Man. Whatever I can hold in my hand yeah. at this point. And hey, I, I'll hold definitely you, entertain. I'm going to hold you to that, man. It's you got somebody you can introduce you me to? See, I'm going to turn that around now, see? Like a man alcoholic. Hey, I want to meet this guy, Paul. He's like, I just, I'm in the program now. Why, are you buying? <laughs> yeah, no. AA? No, not AA. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. Don't no. call me uh, next month. It's like, hey, uh, Luca, guess what, man? Hey, man, I need, I to, get, I need to get fixed, man. I need to get fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, well, Paul, you never know. I'm man. always on the lookout for the next next bit sex staff. Right, you know, so, exactly. You taking care of yourself. You're doing well. You look yeah. good, man. You, uh, yeah. You know, from when I met you, this first day I met you, and you're the whole other man you are today, man. Look at you. Yeah. Well, you I'm, came a long way, brother. I think a long you know. Way. I'll give one one more uh, opinion of advice that uh, we're all getting older. Yeah. And we start to realize through the anxiety that we were we're born with mm-hmm. that we're not going to be here forever. Exactly. And so whether you think you're winning or losing, it's, re- it's irrelevant. Right. It's really about the adventure, right. the experience, and saving what you know what, what you've had for the time being. You know, like that candy bar. 
it's only good for that moment, you know. And really, all you, all you have is just the moments in life with people, right. and right. you can't uh, you can't take that for granted. Right. Because, like I said, you could be gone tomorrow because right. tomorrow's not promised. Exactly. And if you if you end up going through divorce, or if you right. end up losing your kids, or right. you know, you never know what's going to bring on turmoil or right. uh, the negative. Terrace, what do you have in front of you? Yeah, I, I think if people were all on the same page in that, in that respect, right. we would have uh, surviving traditions. But, you know, sometimes people have learned how to recognize what traditions are and why people have established those things. I say, well, they actually had a good thing going because they knew this was going to happen. In order to protect it, you have to have traditions that are uh, culpable. But that's why they have you go to counseling, this and that. They have certain procedures. I mean, it's an element of protecting the circle, but... You know, if you don't need anybody telling you how to do it or you don't need any reference of knowing where to go to, to how to protect that, then, you know, I don't know if it's, if it's your business to be getting married. Nah, you're not going to have right? a partner, right? Exactly. And it's interesting, man. I, I mean, yeah. you're a good man. You're a good man, yeah. man. You're genuine. You're a good dude. I've known you for a long time, man. You're a good personal friend of mine. Yeah. And, you know, a great guy to be hanging around with, man. And uh, But if you're a girl, boy, I'd take it home. I'd <laughs> 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 first, man. Yeah, but you disappoint yeah. me already because you're a guy. <laughs> Hey, Paul, I love you, man. Thank you for being on the show, and uh, hopefully yes. we'll do another one. Yeah, and, uh, I like what you're doing here. Look at you. You're doing well. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Well, America provided the atmosphere.